we will not be held responsible for any hearing impairments or damage caused to you from excessive exposure to this sound. He is mad. He is crazy. Some say he never had any marbles at birth. Or maybe he's onto something. It's the Quiri cast with the Larry Quiri Rye. It's not fearless. Just real talk. And now, here's your host. Welcome to this week's episode of the Criticast. The name is Larry, and it's such an absolute pleasure to be back with you again. Um, I missed last week because I had the heartbreak of the cricket, and I just didn't know how to react to the cricket. I, I just didn't know. It was just like the weirdest thing in the world. Like, we didn't make it, and I was going to swear a lot. I was just, like, you don't understand that swearing a lot in a podcast just doesn't make it attractive. So I just decided, like, you know, I'm not going to record an episode of the Cootie Cast. Uh, yeah, so that's what happened. But today, I've got a special episode in which I've got a guest. Before I talk about my guest, in the second part, in case you think I'm dodging the aspect of the, of the cricket tournament, I'm going to talk about it in the second uh, sec- section of the tournament, of the, of the Cootie Cast. And I'm going to also talk about how to cut off an ex. I'm going to have, uh, I'll call him an expert. Or something, uh, or somebody was trying to go through. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm put it out there. Utini, Mercedes got blacks. How are you, my brother? How are you doing? Yes, <laughs> period. We got so much stuff to go through. Yeah. I'm good. I'm not in Shapu. I'm cool. I'm seven. Um, seven. You know, it's always good. like over blacks. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's, good. it's always good. It's always good. Every day is just you know new things for me, and it's, it's exciting every time. But uh, thank you for being a guest on. I want to talk about um, first of all. I've got a couple of topics to go through. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about a video that came through this week. Mayamana from uh, Takura. Oh yeah. Uh, I love that song. I, I I'm, I'm going to tell you that straight off the bat. The moment that song came out, mm-hmm. I was like, "Can I get a wife now?" I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a beautiful song, and, and as you know. Um, the guy who did the video is 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 uh, Andy Carter. Is, I'm only concerned about the video. I'm sorry, you know. Yeah, I figured because I said the video is out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This uh, is the Andy, last part we're talking about videos. The next thing we talk about other things. Of course, man. Now, you know, Andy Carter is like someone that I started uh, when we started this thing. We were working together, and you know, but we had different views about stuff. So I'm happy to see him. You know, I talked to him the other day, and I was like, "My guy, do you realize we've actually made it?" You know. We've made it. We, we always dreamed about doing uh, videos for the best people, for the best artists in this country. And this is what we're doing right now. I, I remember when we were going for the Relias Awards. Yeah. And uh, you won. Yeah. And he was happy for you. We were sitting next to each other on the table. And just for the benefit of the uh, listeners, I was drinking some very opaque beer from Ingwe, which is very beautiful. And I was like, you know, so we are having a conversation and then our category comes and we look at each other and it's like, uh, when we, each one of, whoever wins, we're going to get. I'm like, yeah, that's a plan. So we went up to the podium together 
and you know he was dressed nicely i was dressed like a, a rascal though <laughs> you know <laughs> okay let's talk about other stuff because yeah. you have a lot of opinion and stuff yeah. uh look um there's uh you know uh what do you call them a bunch of who are trying to get married engagements <laughs> yeah yeah so the engagements we got titan alinda titan went and paid some lobola big up to titan mm-hmm. yeah a man must own up to his um, you know responsibilities you have to go through the process of getting the woman that you want it's, it's our culture it has to be done you know so big up to uh, the two of you guys i met them uh, at uh, begotten son's house when we were doing the video for penge penge like you know the vibe was you know i could see the two people in love i was really inspired by it you know so big up to titan big up olinda um, and then kuda of course is also pay some love again kuda oh yeah and kuda for kuda now i have to say something because kuda welcome to our family because he married <laughs> he married in devilechi called normal movie right uh-huh. yeah and um we were joking about it and say yeah you know these girls will take care of you mm-hmm. yeah devile girls that they will take care of you so pick up to cooldowns again i know he came just he just came from a you know nasty situation with his divorce and Roma, I look yeah. I, i'm loving the way kuda is so happy he's looking very happy right now i'm happy for I, him too mm. i'm happy for kuda because kuda is someone that would invite me to his house i spent three days there we would drink talk uh work you know I, 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 you see i like the way you start off with the drinking <laughs> that is that is the transient of course <laughs> i was born like that so and, and kuda is is a really close friend of mine and i was like so happy to see the first time i saw them together we went to uh, they, they were on a picnic and i was like oh man that's that old love that's like old school love coming back again and my my homie is is not experiencing that with someone close to me as well like noma she's close to me and i'm like yes 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 this, this is makes it. sense this makes sense it's supposed to be like this you know i'm happy for them yeah love but in the air. I, i'm gonna i'm gonna say mm. one other thing yeah. uh the big story this week Facebook is snooping on your data like they know what you're doing and there was that story about what was happening with the other tour, mm-hmm. with the other company but they also say like you know sometimes you put settings on your phone mm-hmm. which you're giving up so much data mm-hmm. how do you feel about that um like earlier on just before I came here like I'm going to get on the Deezer I don't want to type yeah I'm just going to give yeah. Deezer all my click, data click, click, click. do you have a problem with giving companies your data Well I, d- I don't really have a problem because at the end of the day sometimes you have to think about uh, convenience when you're doing online and and people like me I'm so busy that I don't um I don't really want to you know need to pick and say I don't want this I don't want But that. don't you worry about what that might be useful? I'm extremely worried um for people that you know would it would affect those people like I'm worried about them but for me like what what are you going to do at the end of the day you can collect all the data you want but at the end of the day whatever decision i make comes from me but then the yeah. thing is what was found out was yeah. there were companies that were now taking your data and selling it to political companies mm. and then so that they could sell you advertising to win uh to win you over to political ideas don't you worry about that Okay, first and foremost when you sign up for Facebook, you should actually read 
Did you read the whole thing? No. Because let me tell you one thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, apparently, uh, if you read most of the, um, of the things that you sign up for, mm. there was a study that came out that said most of the things you sign up for, for instance, like uh, Gmail, all are across Google's, there's Gmail, there's all that. Yeah. It would take you 76 years okay. to read all the terms and conditions. Well, you know, like the guys, the guys, like, when Facebook came out, I watched a documentary about social media, and one of the one of the one of the founders of Facebook, one of the principal designers, actually is not on Facebook. He is on Facebook, but he, he posts like once in seven years. There we go. I want to be that guy. <laughs> you know but before we go for the break, uh, yeah. you did you you did some work with G Shit, yeah, uh, along with African Fire Media yeah. and sort of thing. Mm. Uh, how did that happen, and wh- why is it important for Zimbabwe for that to happen? Okay, now they they go to um, um, social media versus real life. So you have to take fifty here and fifty there. So I met G Shit through through Instagram. Right. I feel like you know. Mm. I want to interview him on radio, but I don't know if I call him. Do I just call him G? Uh, you, yeah, you just have to. G. You have to <laughs> just call him G. His, his real name is Riz, Riz Nance, So I want to talk to him as Riz. Yeah. But anyway, so how did it happen quickly? So we met, we met on, on, uh, on Instagram. He was scrolling through African music video directors, and then he came across my name. Uh, that's what he, that's the story he told me. And then he saw some of the stuff that I did, my links, and he was you know impressed with what I did. And then... Slide in the DMs in a good way and like, ah, oh, my guy, you know, we should work on something. I said, okay, here's my number. Send me the track. He emailed me the track. And then I liked the track. So I immediately, I think within about two hours, I'd already written the script out and it was already laid out. Sent it back to him. He was excited. He was like, okay, fine. My management and I have made a decision. We're coming down to Zimbabwe specifically for the video and then now for me to be able to pull that off it was a big project like 30 plus people on set which was the first for me i needed you know some muscle so that's why i had to you know talk to the good folks at african fire media and then we joined forces in honda valley as well we joined forces you know like when you work together it's easier so you but know how, how important was african fire for you African Fire is the backbone. Like I, I know, it's the future of of the media industry. And I, I won't lie to you, because like the people behind it, they are focused. They know exactly what they want, and you know the passion for for media. It humbled me. I, I, I said, like, as you remember, I started working with African Fire on on Amara's video called "What You Want." Yeah, and it was so smooth that you you will see the dedication, the passion for even what I do, and then it humbles me, it makes, gives me the space to create and be happy with what I'm doing. So I've had a long relationship with the guys. So like any, any big project, I'll always go for, for African Fire Media. It's always going to be like that. Yeah, so we just talked about uh, blacks and in, I'm saying they are blacks. I want to find out about later on. I don't know what we're going to find out later on. <laughs> it's like we listen to the Cast. You can listen to the Cast for free on iTunes or IONO FM. And don't forget to subscribe to the Cast with Larry Quirirai. It's not fearless, just real talk. It's Larry and uh, it's the Cast, and I'm here with um, Seven's Gaplex. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about cricket right now. What do you know about cricket? Because I feel like, like you're always watching music videos. No, no. I, I watch cricket. I love cricket. 
and I, I was I was heartbroken. We had two chances to qualify. Mm. Uh, with two chances and then we let um a team like uh, uae was not supposed to beat us to that I did this, that's know. the thing for me though i mean like everybody's catching feelings of it oh why are you firing the coach why you i'm like but you lost to uae comrade um <laughs> you know i I'm, I'm against you know taking someone's bread off their mouth but some people i, I think a good decision to let them go because I was I was listening to I was listening to the um, post match uh, press conference and the captain I, I don't know how many times he said we were not sure I'm not sure okay I'm not sure. okay wait let's play that right now <laughs> you know? let's play that what the captain said yeah so you want to toss would would you would you still back the decision to 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 bowl fast yeah we were a bit unsure but we. You know, we backed ourselves. Whatever we did, bat or bowl, you know, we knew if we did it properly, we would we would come out on top. Um, yeah, we probably gave them a few too many, and then, you know, to only have 40 overs with the bat, um, you know, that that cost us a bit. So, you know, we'd still back ourselves to chase to 230 and in 40 overs, but a poor start again. You know, we. Keep losing wickets in that in that first power play, which is which uh, which has probably cost us today. So as you heard there, the captain said we're not sure about whether we'd bat or whatever. For me, for me, I'm just asking that this is the most important game in your life. Mm -hmm. You're gonna you're gonna if you lose this game against a team mm. that is made up of part-timers, UAE, they're not a full member side. Yeah. Now they're an ODI side, but, they, but they, they didn't care whether they lost or won against Zimbabwe. Yeah. You know, you know Graham Krumer came through the ranks from, I think he had good tutelage from the beginning, right? You, you know, he came in into, into the team as a young man and he was, he was doing his thing. And I feel like he should have learned a few things, you know? Now, doubting yourself as as the leader of the team at the most crucial stage should never have happened because he is he's not a new boy. He's been around for a while, so I feel like uh, the leadership let it let me let me down, let the whole country down. So letting go of them is a good idea. I mean, yeah, I mean, okay. we performance. The, but the question is, yeah, should we be firing the the? I'm going to talk about. The batting coach, Lance Kluge, okay, batting coach should have been gone a long time ago because I don't yeah. think our batting has been great for a while. Yeah. Uh, Douglas, one of the bowling coach, because of bowling outside, I don't know if you should be firing him, though. Uh, the, the the fielding coach, Walter Chawaguta, except for that one match, mm. uh, our side was improving as, as far as a fielding is concerned. Mm. The fitness coach, Sean Bell, I don't know. Mm. Uh, also look at... Stalich was the analyst. Mm. I don't know if he was giving the right information to to the players and so forth. Uh, okay, look, the under under nineteen coach should have gone. I'm I'm sorry, under nineteen coach, mm. because at the tournament uh, Zimbabwe failed to beat any of the four member sides. Yeah. We beat the associate side. So yeah. Stephen Mangongo, nice guy, and really, you know, I'm sure he's nice to somebody. Yeah, but he <laughs> should be gone. Yeah, but should we be? firing the whole technical department okay you know when I, in, my, in my line of work you um you, you cannot underperform and get away with it because the world out there is harsh 
people like if if you noticed how the, the level of support that was there from Raya to Harari, like it was incredible. It was incredible. The the atmosphere was electric. I was expecting better, and that should have been enough for for the technical team to say, guys, look at this. Okay, we don't we don't have a choice. We just have at to win. At some point, you have to say to yourself, we cannot lose. Yeah, to <laughs> to UAE, we are. Like at no point should we be losing to those guys. I don't think they were hungry enough. Like when I, when I watched the, the the demeanor of the of the captain after the match, I mean he's completely unsure. At least own up and say, you know, um, we thought this was going to work, but it didn't work. That gives us confidence for the future. But when you're like, ah, well, you, we were not sure, and ah, well, we didn't, ah, well, you know, it, it just gives me like a complete, it is completely dismal. I'm like, okay, these people should not be here. Okay. I agree. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, when you fail, stand up and say, "Look, we failed. We thought I it tried, was going to work. It yeah. didn't work. Yeah, keep but us this confident was the for the future. You know that you're able to to take decisions. Yeah, uh, own up to these decisions. Yeah, and then move forward. Yeah, even the body language. That guy was like, uh, like no, no, and no, he's no. scratching his face yeah. a lot. Okay, yeah. you know, Larry, you've failed before at something. Mm, it, it doesn't happen much, things. but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've failed. I've failed a little, a little. I think that's what teaches me. So um, with my people, with my people that I work with, they're like, "Yo, keep your head up." Now it's not the last thing you're gonna do. Stand up, you know. Do you know and what? When I face the media, I'll be like, "Well, you know, this is what we had planned for. I'm, I'm sorry that the people didn't accept it the way we thought they would, but you know, it's another day. Tomorrow is also another day." Are you talking about other things besides sports here? Plus or minus. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you just escalated the discussion somewhere else. We'll, we'll have a chat about that later. It's Larry, listen to the Cricast. Yeah. Zimbabwe is out of the Cricket World Cup qualifi- qu- uh, qualification. Cannot be at the World Cup unless the ICC decides to think otherwise. But Zimbabwe will not be at the World Cup. That's the thing. That is bad. And that just sucks. You know, you know what? One last thing about this cricket that I, I would want whoever is going to be the next captain or leader of the of the team, go and listen to Michael Jordan's tapes when he was after a post match. He would like they would lose, and he would say, "Well, we had a plan, we executed it, but the, the other it team work. it didn't work. They had the a other team, team outperformed us. Tomorrow is another day. We're going to keep going. Eventually, Clive, we'll get it right." You know, uh, Phil Spooner, who is the the media manager for the Wendy's team came came to me and he said, you know what, mm. when his team was losing, it looked like it was going to be a bad day against Scotland and whatnot. He said to me, you know what, what Clive Lloyd told me, told me Clive Lloyd, a legendary uh, a player and mm. commentator, mm. he said, you know what, the reality of the situation, whatever happens, whatever you did, mm. nobody died. You did, no decision that you made. Yeah. Resulted in somebody dying. Yeah. So that's that. It's Larry listening to the Quick House. We'll take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about how to cut off an ex. Yeah, the fans have been excellent from Bulawayo to here and uh, another great turnout today. And yeah, um, probably they could be more disappointed than than anyone because they've turned out and they've expected us to to at least win one of these two two games to to qualify and and so there was big expectation on us and yeah we're really really sad that that we couldn't give them what they wanted and 
you know, for, for turning out like that, they, they must be as disappointed as, as we are. The ball was in our court. We just needed to turn up today and, and play some of our best cricket. And then, you know, it, it might have been a different story. But, yeah, guys are shattered in the, in the change room. And, you know, and I'm sure um, most Zimbabweans are. That is the final segment of the Criticast. The name is Lawrence Oz Relationships. First of all, we could talk about talk about a story. Is Zoe's got a sex school? <laughs> <clears throat> sex school. The way she's teaching women how to have sex. Um, she says it's, it's working out because a lot of women just have no idea what to do about sex. I'm going to ask you mm. a question. Mm. Have you come come across a no idea woman? Those are the most beautiful relationships I've ever like had. Like she has no idea what she's doing. Yeah. I mean, look, you, you cannot you cannot teach people how to be in a relationship. At no, all. no, I'm talking about sex. Okay, like fine. she has okay. no idea I'm what she's doing. I'm trying to be diplomatic here. Okay, look, you cannot teach someone how to have sex because us men have preferences. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're going to teach my girl to, to be a freak when I like a coy... A shy woman when you know you know what i'm saying mm. so uh, one day i'll be like oh well what is going on and it's going to create a whole new conversation that could you know mess up the whole relationship i'll say f- for those that want to go it's fine going you know maybe if your relationship is not going that well and you think the sex life might spice it up okay cool but i always feel like the inner the connection between the two of you should create obviously there's like uh, things that you could do, like uh, cultivate good communication skills. Communication is the biggest thing for me. Yes, yeah. I think a lot of things sexually go wrong because, because people, people don't just say. don't talk to each other. Yeah. like they don't enjoy each other's company. Exactly. Yeah, if, if if a girl is like, if you or your wife or whoever your partner, it could be a guy. <laughs> you, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you never know, homie. You never know. You know, decides to do this crazy thing that she she learned or he learned, and then it doesn't go well with you. That doesn't help you because there's no communication. There's no communication because even if you come in and you're trying to experiment something, yeah, uh, at some point you're thinking, "Wow, you know, you're going to experiment it," and she's shocked by it. Yeah. And I know a lot of guys get shocked by the fact that their girlfriend is such a freak, and you're like. And then there's that, that other side mm. where Umundo Ancona starts thinking, that was crazy. Where did she learn it from? <laughs> and then a whole set of insecurities come through. Mm. Like, what have you been... Who taught you that? Who's going... This is not a Kanye song, right? It's like, Kanye told me that. <laughs> he easy <laughs> taught me. He easy taught me. <laughs> but but I want to I talk now yeah. um, about issues of... There's the other side of it all, mm. where you've had a great relationship yeah. and the sexual chemistry was good mm. and all sorts of things were happening was dope. It was all sorts of things. But you have to break up because it's just, it's just not good for you mm. and that sort of thing. Like how have you... I mean, personally, I'll talk about my personal experiences yeah. and then you can come in after. Mm. I mean, my, my biggest strength is cutting off mm. and I'm able to move on. I'm able to say that, you know what, this must end. I can't talk to her anymore. Uh, this it was it, it was a great way it lasted, and even when it hurts me, I, I I create triggers in my life in which I say, 
I'm not going to respond to this relationship. I'm not respond to this emotion. And even as much as I'm tempted to call the ex at some point in time, I just don't. But my question to you is, how do you deal with trying to just cut off an ex, ex and move on with life? I mean, there's a difference, of course, if you and the ex have got a child or you and the ex have got, have got uh, business interests together. But when there's nothing of that, how do you, how do you cut off somebody without being a dick, really? Well, it depends. Um, it depends. Sometimes you cut off an ex because of certain issues that you want them to fix, and that 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 is the main thing. Sometimes you just fed up with the whole thing, right? So if if I wanted to end a relationship because of something, a specific thing that maybe I've said over and over, I don't like it when you do this, I don't like it, and then it keeps going, then, you know, that's uh, disciplinary measures. <laughs> I feel like at this moment you're going to bring out a tank to a house and start playing Kutunga Kwaro. No, what happens is, um, yeah, I've been, in a, I've been in all sorts of relationships, so the one relationship where I feel I still love this person, right? Like deeply, but you know, the ins and outs of the relationship are not really working for me. What I do is I maintain a respectful distance. I say it exactly like this is, oh, this is my position right now. And I think we shouldn't continue because of ABC. And then I maintain a, she's going to text hi and then I'll ignore She's gonna so why don't you just tell her that it's done? No, I, maybe it's not done with me. I just wanted to see like what she has to lose. But I'm just saying, this is another thing of men, that sometimes we just don't tell a, tell a woman that a person I did. No, sometimes we do. Like, that's why I say there's two sides to the story. When I'm fed up with it, I trust me, you know, people know me. I'm a straight shooter. I don't give a, you know, um, a red other thing, right? I will tell you, look. Rat's tail. Yeah, tail, yeah, tail, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I will tell you, look, I've tried. I've really tried. But you're saying early days, you're checking out of the responsibility because you're not sure. No, I've always been saying, um, what you know, know, a relationship is like, it's very dynamic. At the beginning, you know, she rubs you the wrong way. You'll be like, ah, well, you know, that, that wasn't nice. Can we fix that? Does it again? Well, that was nice, okay? Did you get it the first time? I'm saying it for the second time now. Third time, fourth time, obviously, depends how deep the relationship is. Then finally, you can say, you have to say, listen, um, I've been trying to deal with, let's say, maybe your alcohol issue, right? When you drink and you come to me, you are disrespectful, and that just puts a strain on, I'm drained, I'm done with this. So unless you're going to change or stop drinking, or whatever, or, or behave better when you're drunk. I don't think we can continue anymore. I'm done. No, I can get that. I can understand that. Yeah. And then after that, you have you've clearly set your boundaries. After that, if she doesn't get it, if she still, after that, you're gonna maintain your silence. You have to maintain your silence. It's the most important thing to maintain your silence. Why is it important? Because, like, you know what happens when when you're in a relationship, people get comfortable. And they think they can crack that joke that you like or say, well, I'm cooking your favorite meal. And then you're going to be like, oh, sweet. 
so you need to you need to and then they forget about the boundary exactly so you need to set it you need to let them know that look we had something you messed it until up until you fix it until you fix it there's no there's no nostalgic moments or or, or beautiful moments or beautiful memories i know we we were together but i've chosen to cut it off until you fix what you have to fix at what point do you block them from your phone social I, I never, media by the way i never block anyone eh no blocking is childish <laughs> <laughs> no, i'm serious i'm telling you blocking is childish the person has to see your profile picture and, and know that, that you have moved on available you're available for, for but you're not but you're choosing to yes. not be there that is the most valuable lesson when they go into the next person or they come back to you trust me they will be completely changed if you block someone be like oh, oh you blocked me so what am i supposed to do you just created no access yeah it's just like it's just like i would say it's just like um, a girl that says i don't want to sleep with you but she comes for a sleepover and you cuddle the whole night and you know everything is you know you're ready to whatever but you have to respect that the fact that she said we're not sleeping together we're not having sex right in the morning trust me you'll be a reformed person because <laughs> you accept it you accept it but if she says i don't want to sleep with you and then she doesn't come to your house you're going to be you're going to have um what do you call it imagination like ah, well you know and then the, you will have she, she you will have taken the power from her but if you give her the power to say okay you this is what you're saying this is what you, i'm i'm listening to it and i'm going to com- conform to it i i think when you're in a relationship this thing called ego has to go mm. yeah it has to go um don't impose on anyone but when it's time to set the ground rules be firm and be straightforward and say it once and be done with it this is true i like the part about the the way that you're going to learn a lot from the fact that there's a set of circumstances that you're not used to mm. and you have to adapt and that changes your behavior yes Yeah, I call sign that. I'm seven zero blacks. Yes. Where can people find you? So I'm on Instagram, uh, blacks underscore director. Uh, you can uh, check out my work there and past, future, everything is there. And then on Facebook, um, blacks videos. That's my page. I've uh, I've uh, moved away from my personal page. <laughs> and on Twitter, what are you? Twitter is vusa underscore blacks. Uh, you'll find me there. I, I'm not so much on Twitter. You have to teach me how to build. I will do that. We'll yeah, do that. Yeah. So yeah, that's my conversation uh, right now. Thank you very much, uh, Blacks. Shout out to you. Yes, uh, shout out to all the people that I worked with from XQ to Amara to Japraza to Skyva and Bulawa, Mzo7, Calvin. You guys uh, made me who I am today. I'm, I'm grateful. I'm completely grateful. And to all the people that have uh, commented on anything that I've done, whether positive or negative everything has been you know um building blocks so growth you know so i appreciate everyone who's in my life, everyone who's looked in my way um including those that don't like me mm-hmm. i love you too <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that for this week's episode of the credit cast just to remind you that you can listen to the credit cast and the details like i'm a body right at the end of the program But uh, catch me on ZFM Stereo every week, uh, Monday to Wednesday. Monday is a holiday this week, so you might not catch me on that. But 
catch me on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesday. But Monday to uh, Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday rather is between uh, seven thirty and eight thirty on the platform, and on Health Matters between eight thirty and nine p.m. on that's on Tuesday. And I can, unless there's something ad hoc, this is generally the times you can catch me on ZFM Stereo. And I also want you to make sure that you get in touch with me. The email is larry at 3-mob.com. On Twitter, it's at uh, Kweli uh, and stuff like that. And I leave you uh, and hoping that you have a good a week coming up uh, and hoping that you have a good rest of the holiday coming up. Uh, and I leave you with the, the words of uh, a, a very smart man uh, by the name of uh, Tyrion Lannister. He says, that's what I do. I drink and I know things. And yeah, just as you do it, you drink and you know things, but always drive safe. It's been Larry. It's been the Criticast. Take care of yourself. You can listen to the Quiddicast for free on iTunes or Iono FM. And don't forget to subscribe to the Quiddicast with Larry Quiddirai. It's not fearless, just real talk.